Chapter 88 Schools and Schoolmasters The previous chapter gave account of an immense body or herd of sperm whales, and there was also then given the probable cause inducing these vast aggregations. Now, uh, though such great bodies are at times encountered yet, as must have been seen even at the present day, small detached bands are occasionally observed embracing from 20 to 50 individuals each. Such bands are known as schools. They generally are of two sorts, those composed almost entirely of females and those mustering none but young, vigorous males, or bulls as they're familiarly designated. In cavalier attendance upon the school of females, you invariably see a male of full-grown magnitude, but not old, who, upon any alarm, evinces his gallantry by falling in the rear and covering the flight of his ladies. In truth, this gentleman is a uh, luxurious ottoman, swimming about over the watery world, surroundingly accompanied by all the solaces and endearments of the harem. The contrast between this ottoman and his uh, concubines is striking, because... While he is always of the largest leviathanic proportions, the ladies, even at full growth, are not more than one-third of the bulk of an average-sized male. They are uh, comparatively delicate indeed. I, I dare say not to exceed half a dozen yards around the waist. Nevertheless, it cannot be denied that upon the whole they are hereditarily entitled to en bon point. It's very curious to watch this harem and its lord in their indolent ramblings. Like fashionables, they're forever on the move in leisurely search of variety. You meet them on the line in time for the full flower of the, of the equatorial feeding season, having just returned, perhaps, from spending the summer in the northern seas, and so a cheating summer of all unpleasant weariness and warmth. By the time they have lounged up and down the promenade of the equator a while, they start for the oriental waters in anticipation of the cool season there, and so evade the other excessive temperature of the year. When serenely advancing on one of these journeys, if any strange, suspicious sights are seen, Millard Whale keeps a wary eye on his interesting family. Should uh, any unwarrantably pert young leviathan coming that way presume to draw confidentially close to one of the ladies, with what prodigious fury the Bayshaw assails him and chases him away. Ah, high times indeed, if, if unprincipled young rakes like him are to be permitted to invade the sanctity of domestic bliss. Though, uh, do what the Bayshaw will, he cannot keep the most notorious Lothario out of his bed, for alas, all fish bed in common. As ashore, the, the ladies often cause the most terrible duels among their rival admirers, just so with the whales, who sometimes come to deadly battle, and all, all for love. They, they fence with their long lower jaws, sometimes locking them together, and so striving for the supremacy like elks that uh, warringly interweave their antlers. Not a few are captured having the deep scars of these encounters. Furrowed heads, broken teeth, scalloped fins, and in some instances, wrenched and dislocated mouths. But, supposing the invader of domestic bliss to uh, betake himself away at the first rush of the harem's lord, then is it very diverting to watch that lord. Gently he insinuates his vast bulk among them again and, and revels there a while still in tantalizing vicinity to, to young Lothario, like pious Solomon devoutly worshipping among his thousand concubines. Granting other whales to be in sight, the fishermen will seldom give chase to one of these Grand Turks. For these Grand Turks are too lavish of their strength, and hence their unctuousness is small. 
As for the sons and the daughters they beget, why, those sons and daughters must take care of themselves, at least with only the maternal help, for like a certain... Certain other uh, omnivorous roving lovers it might be named, my lord Whale has no taste for the nursery, uh, however much for the bower, and uh, so, being a great traveler, he, he leaves his anonymous babies all over the world, every baby an exotic. In good time, nevertheless, as the ardor of youth declines, as years and, and dumps increase, as reflection lends her solemn pauses, in short, as a general lassitude overtakes the sated Turk, then a love of ease and virtue supplants the love for maidens. Our Ottoman enters upon the impotent, uh, repentant, admonitory stage of life, forswears, uh, disbands the harem, and grown to an exemplary sulky old soul, goes about all alone among the meridians and parallels, saying his prayers and warning each young leviathan from his amorous errors. Now, as the uh, harem of Wales is called by the fishermen, a school, so is the lord and master of that school technically known as the schoolmaster. It's, not, it's therefore not in strict character, however uh, admirably satirical, that after going to school himself, he should then go abroad inculcating not what he learned there, but the folly of it. His title schoolmaster would very naturally seem derived from the name bestowed upon the harem itself, but uh, some have surmised that the man who who first, thus entitled, this sort of uh, Ottoman whale, must have read the memoirs of Vidocq and informed himself what sort of a country schoolmaster that famous Frenchman was in his younger days and uh, what was the nature of those occult lessons he uh, inculcated into some of his pupils. The same secludedness and isolation to which the schoolmaster whale betakes himself in his advancing years is true of all aged sperm whales. Almost universally, a lone whale, as a solitary leviathan is called, proves an ancient one, like a venerable moss-bearded Daniel Boone. He'll have no one near him but nature herself, and uh, her he takes to wife in the wilderness of waters. And the best of wives she is, though she keeps so many moody secrets. The schools, composing none but young and vigorous males previously mentioned, offer a strong contrast to the harem schools. For while those... Those female whales are uh, characteristically timid. The young males, or forty-barrel bulls, as they call them, are by far the most pugnacious of all leviathans and, and proverbially the most dangerous to encounter, excepting those wondrous gray-headed grizzled whales sometimes met, and uh, these will fight you like grim fiends exasperated by a, a penal gout. The forty-barrel bull schools are larger than a harem school's. Like a mob of young collegians, they're full of fight, fun, and wickedness, tumbling round the world at such a reckless, rollicking rate that no prudent underwriter would insure them any more than he would a riotous lad at Yale or Harvard. They would soon relinquish this turbulence, though, and, when about three-fourths grown, break up and separately go about in quest of settlements, that is, harems. Another point of difference between the male and female schools is still more characteristic of the sexes uh, say you strike a forty-barrel bull. Poor devil. All his comrades quit him. But strike a member of the harem school, and her companions swim around her with every token of concern, sometimes lingering so near her and so long as themselves to fall a prey. 